Heidi. How are you? I've missed you a ton. How is everything going? Dude, Jordan, same. I we feel like we're just like, hello world. And I was like, hello, hello, hello. Oh yeah, there that's a super descriptive. In my grandfather's like uh, bonus room, and it says in space. Nobody can hear you scream. That's like this like oh random poster. I think my uncles probably put it up when they were like 20. They are like 60 now. It's fine. It's just been there like running on the like bonus room wall forever. But I just think of that sometimes when I'm like, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Margaret. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, okay. Uh, any life updates you guys want to share? You guys took a little bit of a, just a smidge of a break, maybe last week of the year, Christmas, New Year stuff. Do you want to talk a little bit about that or, or is it a non, a not, not an interesting topic? So last year was crazy. I think we probably spent 80% of it in a nervous breakdown state. <laughs> I mean, I, could not have dreamt up the crazy that happened last year. Like, even if you're like, what's the craziest thing that could happen to you this year? I don't know that I could have actually like had it. So we did, we did take like a, actually it was a three week break off. Mm-hmm. We took the whole winter break off with our kids and it was so magical. Yes, it was magical. Um, And I think there's like a lot of reasons for that, which we can surely unpack with you, Jordan. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really nice. We really have not, that was the longest break we've ever taken from Instagram. Tell me, tell me more about Mm -hmm. it. Not that, not that, you know, what's funny. It's like whenever like, like people do this where they're like, I'm taking a digital detox or whatever, like, and they're like, people like shit all over it. And they're like, nobody cares. You're taking time off. Like, but (laughs) you don't do it now, but I don't don't know. I, I, I do not me, just me personally. I think generally it's, I don't know that I feel like that's an unpopular opinion. I feel like it's, it's unpopular to shit on that because actually I think most people are like want to hear about that because they, it's something that like most people probably know intuitively they're spending too much time on social media. So like hearing somebody who's acting on that, I don't know if that was necessarily your, like the main impetus, but it's probably baked in there somewhere. So tell me just a little bit about whatever you can tell me more than just a little bit about how that was, what, what brought that about. And and knowing us, it's always going to be more than today is actually butter's seventh birthday. We are seven years old today is our, I send you pictures of our birthday cake. And so for seven years, we have literally never taken a break on Instagram. And whatever your thoughts are about Instagram or if you're on Instagram, if you are just browsing casually or if you're a content creator, whatever it is, I think that there's something to be said about never taking a break ever on anything, on any, even if it's an amazing habit, right? And and this year kind of it came to a head where we had to make some decisions of rest versus going into the gym. You know, how much were we going to judge ourselves for not grinding the way that we used to grind years and years ago? And I think that last year was pretty eye-opening as far as like what, how much our lives had changed in that amount of time. I mean, seven years ago, I had a one-year-old baby. (laughs) And now like I have all my kids in school and we didn't have high schoolers. And now we have four kids in high school. I mean, we have a lot of stuff that's changed in our lives, not to mention just our own person, our own people, right? Our Heidi and Natalie. (laughs) And so it just felt really, really, really necessary to step away for a little bit. We didn't announce it. We didn't actually be like, starting tomorrow, we're not going to be on. It just felt really organic about like, we need to like take a little bit of time. I think it is hard to create content at such a feverish pace for that long. And Instagram has gotten, we've talked about this before, has gotten more and more complicated and really unfulfilling (laughs) um, the past couple of years. And 
we wanted to show up in a way that felt good to us. And we couldn't figure out really what that looked like. It was starting to feel like we knew that there are people on there that we like super loved and we loved connecting with, but what the messaging was and what we were up against and what people wanted, like just felt really like cooking for your family. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Unrewarding and unappreciated? Oh, (laughs) that's awesome. That's a great analogy. Yeah. So we had just had our, both of our birthdays are in the winter and we had just kind of had our birthdays and kind of, you always get a little reflective, I think around like when you're heading into like another year and we knew the break was coming up and we both had plans to be gone. Like she was going to be in San Diego for a week. I was going to Colorado for close to a week. And it just felt like really amazing timing to like disconnect and be with our family and be mindful. We talk about that a lot where, you know, depression is the past, anxiety is the future and mindfulness is the present. And we had spent so much time not there. (laughs) So it felt almost like if we don't do this, we're just basically going to like fall into the ocean. (laughs) Which might not have been a bad thing. Yeah. It's cold. Well, it's, it's interesting how you think like being, um, well, you know, we use Instagram professionally, so it shouldn't affect us in the same way, but it's, you know, if you're not careful, you're not using the internet, the internet is using you. Right. And so, um, I think for me, alongside of, you know, we talked, we talked about this, but, um, alongside taking the break, I also like turned off notifications on my phone. I turned off news headlines and I can't believe how, in how just immediate it is for me to swipe up on my phone and then swipe left. You know, I've read freaking every Buzzfeed article about 15 Amazon things. You need to turn your life around and crap like that. So I don't, yeah, I, I've stopped, um, those, those chain making those few tweaks have really helped, um, helped with my focus, helped with, um, you know, just feeling more in, more in charge of your own attention, you know, and that has been, and it's also kind of helped us take a little bit of space from Butter's content and like, what do we want that to look like? And, um, kind of where, you know, where have we been? Where do we want to go? All those kinds of things that are really hard to, that's hard to get to when you're just in the, when you're so zoomed in and up close and trying to create content on like literally a daily basis. And this might look differently for you. It might be the way that you grind in your workouts or your you know feverish pace to keep your house clean at all costs or cooking literally every single day, like to no end. I mean, there's got to be a variation for everybody as far as something that is worthy of just stepping back from and finding the joy in things again. And I think that's kind of what we are going to spin into talking with you, Jordan. I will say that it was really weird how having been away from it, you actually didn't miss it. Like even when I was there in Colorado, we went to some really crazy stuff. I totally fell in love with that state. I didn't feel this need to like post anything, like not like usually anywhere I go, it's like, what kind of content can I create from this? Like I'm in a different grocery store. Should I look here for like stuff that would be in a different grocery store? Or I'm going to get donuts. Should I do like the macros on donuts? Like it used to be every single thing about my life was etched into Instagram and I not having it. I literally didn't feel like I had to even open it. I didn't actually open it. And this is the crazy thing. When you come back, nothing's changed. By the way, <laughs> you didn't actually really miss anything. Maybe a handful of cool announcements about stuff, but for the most part, there was no new content that I came back to that I'm like, oh my gosh, so much has changed in three years. Yeah. So you can step away and feel good about stepping away if you need a little bit of a break. And I think with the statistics of how much we spend on our phones and doom scrolling and how much it affects your mental health, I really believe it actually. For sure. Yeah. 
dopamine hijack. I'm at, I'm at, um, I think I'm at like peak. It's funny. I j- I'm just began a book, dopamine nation. I don't know, whatever. Just like, um, yeah, a book about dopamine. And, I need uh, to finish this one. There you go. There you go. There you go. Same. And they recommend something called a dopamine detox. A similar, like, I mean, that's the yeah. title of the book you just showed, but, um, I'm at like, um, peak dopamine, um, ingestation, you know, like, uh, um, and I've been noticing the subconscious of, of how much I'm doom scrolling and how much I, how many like seconds go by of not scrolling that I feel the urge to scroll. Um, mm-hmm. and so I've been thinking about whatever I was just, I don't, I don't want to put like digital detox. It's just the phrase sounds so like, it sounds cringe to me, but just what we're talking about is like right. a little bit of this dopamine here. Uh, um, and you know, the only thing I would miss, you were talking about not missing it. I think you guys would agree. I'm not saying you are counter to what I'm going to say is I admit I would miss some of the fulfillment of, of, of interacting with people and, and, and being helpful and, and then getting a chance to like really have people, it's just to help people. That's what I like doing. And it's, it's, it's a nice two way street of helping other people and helps me feel good too. And it's what I like to do. And I would miss interacting with my client, my, my followers and I'd miss the occasional Q and a and, but, but the, the passive ingesting of, of content and, and dopamine, I, I, I'm sure I would not miss. Um, and it's funny that you said nothing's changed, which I could not agree with more. And what I've, what I've been feeling lately is that the way I feel about social media, a lot of people are feeling, and, and which is interesting because you wouldn't think that because me and you, the three of us are on the other side. We are on the mass content creation, but, but even, even us, you know, we are almost fatigued and I won't put words in your mouth, but I'll say I, but maybe assume we, I'm fatigued almost of making the kind of content and people are fatigued of seeing certain kinds of content, you know, like at, so, at some point the race, the arms race of social media has hit like such a peak that like, if you look at the post I just put out today, I'll just say it right now. It's banging. It's a banging post. It's like well edited. It's got like fucking transitions. It's got like cuts to full screen stuff. It's got, it's got it all, man. This is a, it's got a great topic. God forbid it actually, God forbid it's actually also a good, helpful piece of content. It's helpful. It's got a good message. Guy's 93 years old, started exercising at 73. He's as healthy as like a 30 year old. It's the best message ever. It's like amazing. And like took me forever to make. I work with an editor, went back and forth a bunch of times, worked on it, worked on it, worked on it. Like, and I just think that other people are also like fatigued from seeing that. They're like fatigued from all the edits. They're like fatigued from all the like perfectionism. Mm-hmm. And they're fatigued from like what just everybody feels like they've been forced to hire a, a video editor, hire a, a, a coach for social media. And it's just like turned us all into fucking clones. Um, and um, I think that there's room for that. I love the post I just did. I'm so proud of it because I think it's good and engaging, but you know, it's also going to kill me if that's, if that's what every post has to be to, to stay in the game. Um, and so I, I, you know, people have been, there have been murmurs of like, I've talked to people in my following and stuff that have been like, yeah, like I am, fatigued. Like I spend most of my time on stories these days. I spend most of my time interacting with the people that I like to follow and less on my feed. And I was like, huh, that feels like a much more mentally healthy way to interact with social media. Like feel like the feed is just whatever feeds great. Please go on your feed. Like my post. Um, (laughs) but like, I feel like that's probably a slightly more mentally healthy way to go about it. Like, like just because stories might represent like more of the real stuff, a little bit more of the real stuff, not always the case, but a little bit more of the real stuff interacting with people. That sounds good, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but I do feel like maybe there's going to be, I don't know. I'm not like for a, a, 
the social media Nostradamus or something, but like a little bit of this like bubble burst of like people are fatigued from the from all the dopamine and maybe they're looking for, I don't know if you guys follow Sam Sulek. Do you know who that is? So Sam Sulek, if you go after this and you go on YouTube, he's like, I have millions of followers, I have 2 million followers. He's like this like really, I don't know, 20 year old kid. He's humongous. He's like super juiced up, like whatever. He's just like massive, but he's also like the most humble, chill dude ever. And he just like gets in his car, puts the phone up, um, has a mic on, and will just like film his drive to the gym where he just like talks about like, hey, like what happened, like life. He's just talking and there's no cuts, no edits, no nothing. And um, and people are loving it. People love his stuff. And it's just like, our, and like it goes totally against what you would do if you were trying to start a YouTube channel. He's like, I hit record. I don't cut anything. I hit end and then I upload it. And it's like him at the gym with a mic, They're like uploading an entire workout. It's an hour and a half, but like people are loving watching him and hanging out because it feels super real and raw and like normal and not stimulating, almost like less stimulating. And so, um, uh, you know, I'm not sure I'm like, oh yeah, don't edit any of my content now. Like just fucking don't edit anything. But I am trying to like, show up in stories a bit more, maybe go live a bit more, maybe do some more podcasts, you know, um, just, just to break free from like, I don't know, man, there's something about like, if once you realize what social media is, the whole point, the whole the currency is attention that like everything everybody does is just to keep you watching. And sometimes the things that keep you watching are it's really good content. And sometimes it's things that don't have to do with actual value add. And then, and, and I get that there's gotta be, I don't want to be such anti, I don't want to be so anti making it like visually pleasing. I'm not, I'm not against that. I, I'm down with like, this being, oh, this is just like, I watch things that are visually pleasing just because they're visually pleasing all the time. So I don't mind putting that, layering that onto my content, but I'm just trying to find a way. You know what it is? It's just like fitness, man. You're trying to find something that's sustainable. I'm trying to find something that feels sustainable. If you look at that mm-hmm. video today, I'm super proud of it. And I had a friend of mine, uh, I don't know if you follow Joey Munoz, uh, Dr. Yeah, Joey Munoz. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about it. He's like, dude, that video is epic. And I'm like, yeah, but like, if that's the content I'm only putting out, I'm not gonna make it. Like, I'm just not gonna make it. Like, there's no way I can keep doing that at a rate that I that is like feasible. Um, and so acknowledging in life, I think I'll shut up with this monologue in a second of like, when do you, does it start to feel, you get those squirrely feelings of like, I can't keep this up and I need to, and, and, in, and instead of I can't keep this up, but I'm gonna keep going and see what happens. I can't keep this up. I need to take a step back and reconcile those feelings. I'm like, what am I gonna do? Because I could either take a break now, look at those feelings of, I know I can't sustain this, and decide I'm gonna pump the brakes on even trying to sustain it for a second and think about how to make it more sustainable and enjoyable instead of like, let's just see where the the train falls off the tracks, you know? Like, let's just see where that happens. Let's keep going until that happens. Like, I don't wanna do that. So I'm trying to take a step back. Same, same goes for fitness, same goes for dieting. It's like when you start to get those feelings of this isn't sustainable, maybe, maybe if not strongly consider acknowledging those feelings and, and and reconciling them and figuring out how to make it sustainable instead of just figuring out where that train goes flying. I think the interesting thing is also just like seeing where the train goes, right? I think there are going to be different times. Like if, like, let's just say this video goes crazy, good, viral, like, like to your wildest dreams, right? Then you are going to feel compelled it to like won't. maintain. But it's like, I'm saying it's just like, it's interesting how really the energy and the energy you have to serve this kind of like, vision or intention or goal or whatever it is, is really what it really comes down to, right? Is like, I think about, um, we could podcast about another day, but like my, my son actually wanted to go into a deficit and it's been interesting watching somebody brand new and their 
dedication and determination and the rigidity that they put themselves in and how they can on, like go from cleaning out the fridge whenever after practice to like not worth it, not worth it, not worth it. I don't really want any of that. Like, it's interesting, even just like the mindset shift of like the determination to like achieve this kind of goal. And I think it's kind of the same thing. We've done both sides of that coin. We have created content at a feverish intensity that like was crazy that we were able to maintain for years. Like original content almost on a daily basis. Yeah, sometimes two a days, right? And some really amazing, amazing things, right? Which we, we amassed a lot of really incredible people that came. And then it became about like, I don't even know what it is that they want from us anymore, right? And, or what I want to even put out there. And I think that's kind of where it comes to too, is you get to decide that for yourself. I will say though, that we got some really incredibly beautiful messages. Like I miss you messages while we were gone. And it wasn't like, I miss like this super ultra edited best version flexi picture that you usually post, right? Which we don't post at all. It was more like, I miss the energy you bring to the space. And I mm. think that that is what it is. It is way less complicated than we think. The same reason why when you see an amazing dog video or like a cat video and they're so cute, it just makes you so freaking happy <laughs> and you can watch it on a loop. Like, are you like really real? Like, is this a thing? Like how much joy that brings versus like, you know, you're not doing enough or like you don't eat carbs yet. You're an idiot. It's like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> What do you want to be, what do you want in your face? Like is also part of like the evaluation process, right? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I think that's like, I mean, how to keep it sustainable um, is sort of the million dollar question. And it's, I think that's one of the main reasons that people probably follow us or, you know, follow the Royal us, (laughs) all three of us, um, is to, to find ways to, um, make your fitness lifestyle feel great. And I mean, I think your feed can be a microcosm of that too, like paying attention to paying attention to how you feel and, um, what you're looking out of it, looking at, looking to get out of it and, and not being afraid to put some boundaries on it. Right. Like I will not really go on Netflix or, you know, Korean dramas have become my new dopamine thing. (laughs) So I have to like seriously put a timer on it because it's, and, and it's, it's kind of the same thing as like when your alarm goes off, like you can't think about it too much. You just have to do it. You just have to get up. If you start thinking like, I, I always laugh when I, um, wake, when I first wake up in the morning, cause I, I literally, I feel like shit when I wake up, like I'm not joking every single day of my entire life. I keep waiting for this day where I wake up like a Folgers coffee commercial. It hasn't happened yet. And I've slept for like freaking 12 hours before. It just never happens. And so it's one of the reasons I love to track my sleep because I look at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're such a liar. <laughs> You've got seven hours, get up. <laughs> I want that enchanted morning for you. Have you seen enchanted? She's like, yes, ah. yes. <laughs> All the birds and the dirty rats and everything. I freaking love that part. Um, but yeah, it... I I can't remember why I brought that up, but just like there are things that are along with your fitness lifestyle that you want to feel good. There's also going to be these little pricks that don't always feel great, but you just kind of have to, you just kind of have to push through it. And the more you do that and the less you, the less you'd be like, oh, five more minutes or whatever, the stronger that muscle gets of being like, ah, I'm going to do it, you know? And, and that's really on a cellular level, the, for me, the secret to keeping my healthy habits up is like, it's, it's a balance, but so is everything. 
How much do you guys feel like it's important to have a hobby outside of fitness? And I think I'm trying to see how relevant this is for the listener, but I'll just use myself real quick as an example of like, I think that I might jump to a conclusion and I'm sorry if this sounds condescending (laughs) or not. I don't know if it's going to sound condescending. I'm jumping down that, that route too, too quickly, but I feel like one of the best things, I don't know. I feel like there's an element of uh, body dysmorphia or just negative feelings around exercise and the need to be always doing something when you're not diversifying your interests and how you spend your time. And I think that that's, I'm saying that particular for me because I can get into a state of a little body dysmorphia when, or just like just negativity, like pessimism Mm -hmm. when I'm not don't have hobbies that take me out of those elements. And I think this year having hobbies that have taken me out of maybe my comfort zone is one way to put it, but maybe just like the things that I um, want to be, have a healthier mindset around. Like people are like, oh, what was the biggest thing that had helped your mentality with like nutrition? And um, and it was like making it not the only thing that I identify as. And it was like, you know, just like I, whether it was like going to play, going back to playing soccer or, and even like stupid, like I say stupid hobbies, but like, I'm like, uh, I'm like deep, deep into like the espresso game right now. And I'm like deep in, and I'm like deep in. Are you pouring? I'm not in on pouring yet. Hold on, dial it back. But like, but I'm like, but like I know. So we're always a little bit like, but okay, I know they like- They look so happy when they're doing it, right? Sure. I just roasted the beans just enough. Yeah, it's the same thing, same thing, same level of nerdiness. Like even like, I talk about this in therapy, like even like going in and saying, hey, like you're interested in this thing, like go in another level, like go onto a forum and be active in the forum. Like go make some friends, like go to a an espresso roasting class, which I've done. And then, you know, I'm a big soccer fan and there's like a lot of like, I know this is like, this is off topic, but I was thinking, I was like, what are my hobbies? Can I go one layer deeper on that? so that I have other things to fall back on. Like when I'm like, oh, I don't feel good about my business today or oh, I don't feel good about social media today. I literally, can I just tell you right before this, I was on a, a soccer podcast, a very popular soccer podcast that invites people to come on. And I told my therapist, and I was like, I was like, oh, I think I wanna go on that. I think I wanna like, um, just like be more involved in this thing to, 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 to help me just have these d- diversified buckets of when Maybe I'm like not feeling good. I'm having an emotional day about my business, but like, you know what? I have a, a soccer game that day with my friends. Like, and it just like, it, it increases the floor of my emotions of like how down I can get. And, and I don't want to make it seem like I'm like, you know, I'm scraping the floor every day of, of, of feeling down and pessimistic about stuff. But I have felt like in this year, like diversifying where I'm spending time and, and almost like what I am as a person, if I were to identify, like if you're like, oh, what's Jordan all about? having more things than like, I'm just, I'm fit and I eat a lot of vegetables. Like I'm lean, I have a six pack, like just having a bit more to that. And, and, and just like having friends that don't give a fuck about that. who are like, I don't yeah. just like having things to do where people just don't care about any of that. I don't know. I know I'm going on a rant, but like, do you guys have like, even like Korean dramas, like you guys like have a chance to, I don't know. Do you guys listen to like, like when I was, I don't know, like when you watch a Korean drama, but like you could even go further and like meet with other people, watch them and talk about them. And it's just like nice to get away from like all of the fitness oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah, I'll shut up. Well, what you're saying is like super profound because I mean, that that is absolutely a truth. The more things that you base your self-esteem on, the healthy, the healthier it is. And I also like these are like, these are like probably two of the most profound things I've learned in therapy, that one. And then, and then you just summed up in one little message. The other one is the opposite of work, the opposite of 
play is not work. The opposite of play is depression. So finding ways that like, I, and I, like so often it's not a motivation problem. It's an inspiration problem. Um, so that, that I think is, I completely agree. And it, and even your point of using the Korean drama, like for a split second, I was like, oh, that's not a hobby. Like as if that's like not worthy of being a hobby or something. It's like, because what? Because it's a television show or something. Like, like the, the immediate judgment we can have over things that we enjoy um, can be such a, such a problem and such a hindrance to actually like enjoying, enjoying your life and finding fulfillment. I would say for me, um, you know, research, researching, um, therapeutic principles and, and exploring spirituality are probably in general terms, like my two biggest hobbies, like things that I would do if I had nothing to do on a Saturday night, like that would be, I would probably, you know, listen to a podcast about, um, you know, spirituality or something like that. Um, there's one that I'm binging right now called almost awakened, which is super good. Um, but yeah, it, I think that's super important. What are your thoughts? Now? Yeah. I mean, I think I would love to title this, like increasing the capacity of your identity right? Yeah, it is kind of like what I feel like it is. I, it's interesting because in the midst of my like lack of Instagram energy, I picked up Duolingo. Right. And like, I know everyone out there is like, Duolingo isn't as good. You should do Rosetta episode, sort of whatever it is. Oh I have like, I have, uh, hold on, I have to find it out. I have 121 day streak so far, okay? It, it's not anything that I had ever picked up before, but like learning a language really is just refreshing my Spanish. I have French in the queue, which French is actually way hard if you actually know Spanish because they're actually kind of like, it, the they're sounds so are so different, but they're also so the same. Anyways, all this to say, it's like, I think that's also part of it too. It's like, are you exploring new things for yourself? Because whether it's, I... And I've now gained some weight and I used to identify as a skinny person, or I used to be really, really active. And now I'm more, I used to be, you know, my client, Marcy, um, I love her so much. She just went through a, a pretty crazy divorce. And this woman has probably run the Boston marathon a billion times, New York. Marathon. I mean, she, I would fully call her someone that I've known that has been like, she is a marathoner in my mind. Like every year she would do two to three to whatever. The other day she came in, had her hair done and she's like, I lifted weights for the first time in five months is what she said. She was, if you asked me right now to go run three miles, I'd be like, go after yourself. Right. <laughs> but she was a legit marathoner. I mean, that was her identity. And she, we were kind of laughing about how, like how much the t tables have turned. Right. She went from somebody who was, I mean, every weekend she would train, she, you know, you have to qualify for these races. It's, you can't just like sign up, like you got to be invited, like, all these things she had done, like over the last, you know, 10, 12 years of her life. Now it was like, I, you could not pay me to run. And all she wants to do is strength train two days, two days a week. This week is her goal, right. To strength train, because this is just the time of life she's at. And I think how you can go either way with it, right. You can either be like, I literally am a, a worthless piece of crap, which I think a lot of us do with our goals, like myself included, like the open is coming up and I'm like, do I even dare sign up for the open? I'm probably gonna have to do the whole scale thing, even though I've never missed an open since I started CrossFit. And part of me is like, just freaking sign up for the open. So you scale everything, big whoop, okay? Mm -hmm. Like like my fitness level is not the way it used to be. My Instagram isn't the way it used to be. How much I cook isn't the way it used to be or how much laundry I can accomplish. It's like all these things that we've wrapped our identity into that show us our value or our worth 
like if we don't increase the capacity of it, then yeah, you are going to suck. Like you are really going to think you suck if you have to compare yourself with what the last three things that you used to do really, really well are, right? Which I think we find in a lot of people where I used to be an athlete in high school. It's like, okay, well, you're 50 now. What, what are we going to do, right? Or yeah. I used to be, you know, so true. like even my parents, I look at them in retirement and how much their identity is so wrapped up in like who they were for those years that they're like, just like these like, you know, sea foam in the ocean floating until they die. Right. And I know it sounds dramatic, but I think a lot of us can like look at our lives and be like, oh yeah, I need something else. I need something else besides either the identity I had before, the identity I have currently, or the identity I want to have. Right. We're like, I want to be a person who is this. It's like, okay, but can you do it? Can you be that person? And if not, that's okay. Like maybe you're the person who has a 121 Duolingo day streak and not 121 day gym streak. Both of them show interest in something in you and in expanding who you are. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it's, I really want to point out a couple of things that you said that I thought were super interesting too, in that you, you quantified this a couple of times. Like you specifically mentioned how many days you had in your streak. And then also like that Marcy's goal is like twice a week. And I think that could be such an interesting um, metric because while we've been taking a, a break, I created a spreadsheet for our Instagram to like track some of these different metrics that we've never really looked at before. And I was so, I was so amazed at how quantifying it, like keeping track of how often you're doing it, how long you're doing it. It really does. It really does bring in some objectivity to the process. And so you're not just, you're not assessing your progress by your emotionally, how you feel, right. Kind of like full circle to what you were saying, like, if I feel bad about this one thing, can I look somewhere else and find something else? And it can be helpful sometimes when you have like the math of those things <laughs> to like kind of ground you in, in that, in how far. Well, that's a practice feature. Like, you know, that like, okay, if this morning kind of sucks, but like, Hey, I know that I can look towards my soccer game tonight and be like, this is really, really good for me. Most people don't even get that far. Right. It's just like the whole day sucked, even though they accomplished a ton of things or a lot of things actually really went well. Yeah, just emotionally putting diversifying where you're putting your eggs a little bit. And so that's been yeah. it's just been nice. Uh, I think it's it's been good for my like, I don't know if I've ever consumed less health and fitness content. And that's again, it's me. I do for work. You know, other people, other people are in a place where they're really trying to learn. They're like soaking up listen to this podcast. Like, I, I love that. I mean, I listen to hours and hours and years and years and years and years of podcasts. Um, but like I might, you know, take the dogs for a walk and listen to something totally unrelated, like on purpose. Um, and so, yeah, that's been good. And I think that that's really good in the same vein of keeping it sustainable, which feels like the theme very generally in this podcast, depending on whether it's fitness or whatever. I want to talk about something we talked about right before we got on air, which was you guys mentioned these like acoustic sound panels I have in the room behind me. And it, it, it made me realize that there's something I do a lot for myself. I've talked in the podcast a little bit, maybe about it here and there. It's like, it's a little bit of a privileged statement in an absolute sense, but I think in a relative sense, we can all do this a little bit of like, if you're trying to do something more often, like reducing the friction to do that thing is obviously a good idea, but all, like putting your clothes out on the floor the night before, or like sleeping in them, or like having your breakfast ready the night before so that you you know start the day like that, reducing friction between you and decisions you wanna make and increasing friction and distance between you and decisions you don't wanna make or you wanna make less often, that's awesome. But this is slightly different where it's like enhancing the enjoyment of something that you want to do more. And so I'll give, I'll give a couple of examples. I'll throw it over to you. Uh, these acoustic panels, they have a function. My editor was like, Hey dude, like, unless you're using this like fancy podcast, mic, it sounds like shit because it's like this empty box room. It's just echoing all over the place. Even if you're like, you know, 
you know, suck it on the mic, it still doesn't, it still, you can't get rid of that echo. So I got some of the acoustic panels, but I also realized that they look nice. And I come into the room and it like puts me in a mindset to, to, to podcast. Um, and the other thing is buying a nice toothbrush. And so getting like an expensive electric toothbrush, I've never brushed my teeth more in my entire life because that experience <laughs> is less annoying and it's nice. I get to interact with this nice thing. Um, other examples are like other stupid podcasts, a stupid mic. People are like, oh, what, what equipment do I need to start a podcast? You need fucking nothing. You need your laptop and Zoom and the and that's it. And every laptop, most laptops have a built-in mic. You're done. There's your podcast. But like you want to buy a mic because maybe you you walk into the room, you see the mic, it makes you feel legit. You get a little excited and, and you do, you know, you're more likely to interact with that that thing. Um, and you, you immediately had said that that goes for fitness as well, Heidi. So let's talk a little, just like, I'll throw it to you. You can give some examples of what's in your guys' life, um, lives, but also I wanna think what are some things we can do in terms of fitness and health and obviously what we do here to to kind of bring that into that world. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that like, you know, they say that, you know, somebody that's trying to get into exercise like running, like they're not trying to learn to run, they're, they wanna become a runner right? It's like that little shift of an identity. And sometimes, yeah, putting podcast, you know, enhancement, what, diamonds, whatever they're called on your walls. Yeah. Uh, can make, can make you feel like you're a podcaster, right? Like, like same thing with exercise, right? Like if you, we are always telling our clients, like for sure, get clothes that you feel great in, get clothes that you feel good in because, um, you know, try to find an environment or a partner or whatever that, that makes the process feel good. Um, maybe it's the only time, you know, I just recently figured out that Korean dramas are the perfect thing to watch on the assault bike because you can read it. You don't need to hear it. <laughs> so, so I, you know, that's, that can be, if I have to do like 25 minutes or whatever, I'll just, I can, I can watch that I know, intervals, relax. Anyway, <laughs> but anyways, my, my point is that like finding little ways to make it, make it feel good, whether that makes you feel like a little bit more official in whatever goal it is you're going for, or it's a little, or you get that, um, cause dopamine technically is, is the neurotransmitter that makes you want to do something, um, because you anticipate the reward that you're going to experience when you do it. So if you get to, if you, you know, if you have a fancy new set of workout clothes that can be motivating to put the, that can, that can trigger dopamine because you are excited to experience the reward of feeling of wearing those, those clothes and looking cute and getting your workout done and whatever. So, I mean, hell's bells. If it's like, again, it is a privileged thing, but if it's a, if it's a, if it's a problem that a couple dollars can solve, um, I would definitely encourage you to solve that problem. Yeah. One of my favorite stories of Heidi is like when she really wanted to start working out is because she really wanted to like be able to wear athleisure, right? Like, <laughs> to justify it. Like to justify it, right? Like you could put yoga pants on unless you were going to maybe like, you know, exercise or do yoga or whatever, but it actually spurned a uh, like interest in, in exercise. I mean, that is something that is so intentional without it, like without even really realizing what you were doing, you were trying to set up like, this is the kind of person that I could be. It's kind of like, 
also your friend that wanted to like put that she loves to travel like on a on a dating website she's like I didn't feel like I really went enough places and she's like how many places do you have to go to be able to declare that you love to travel right and so I mean depending okay if you, for you travel people I'm sure you have like a yeah a, a list like well you know just like foodies right like like oh you're not a foodie like you're not a foodie unless you can eat like you know yeah but we're not whatever. talking to people who would shame beginners <laughs> right, right. you know yeah for yeah. sure <laughs> but I think even don't under undervalue like how much like a brand new pen can like make your whole life totally like I am such a dopamine like seeker when it comes to pens and paper and a dollar fifty two dollars right and so you are deserving of these things to kind of even even if it doesn't even work at least you're trying right like my 18 year old wanted a Stanley cup which I still don't own a Stanley I'm just gonna say that aloud on the podcast (laughs) but that's what she wanted for Christmas and She's been walking around with, she's like, I've never been so hydrated in my entire life because of this cup. She was, is that super silly? I'm like, no, not at all. And it's the same kind the of principle, thing. right? Like if the cup gets you to drink the water, that's a cup. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah. If the pen gets you to journal and meditate and write down things that you're grateful for, get the pen, get the notebook. Right. And it, yeah. just, it seems silly because you're like, oh, this is just more stuff. But you know what though? Sometimes it's, you need a representation of your intention and that's really what it is. Right. It's like, that's what the shoes are. That's what the yoga pants are. That's what the sound proofing you know foam on the walls are it's all your intentions for yourself and things that are gonna help inspire you to be this individual that you want to be and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that just like how we all intend to buy a bag of spinach and use it right I want to be the kind of person that uses spinach all the time there's you know there's a there's so so I'm gonna put up a counter argument and then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna shit on it um the counter (laughs) the counter argument is and and I'm I will rarely cite a Huberman state a statement here, but like the the it's funny with Huberman. Huberman cracks me up. Like when Huberman talks about neuroscience, then I listen. Like it's actually his area of expertise. It's not like fucking like carbohydrates or like exercise. It's like not his area of expertise. So you, you know when he talks about dopamine and stuff, like I tend to be like okay, like uh, maybe I'll I'll give you a little bit more stock here. Um, but he would say, or or there's, uh, listen, it's not even he would say, like what, what we're talking about sometimes can be seen as like what might be called dopamine stacking, where you're like adding in external things to get you to do a thing you don't wanna do, but what you're actually doing is you're increasing the threshold of dopamine needed to do that thing now, and you're mm-hmm. you're actually not enjoying that thing. And so what an example of that would be like, if you need your, a, a big fucking pre-workout, and your favorite music to go do a workout, then you are decreasing the likelihood that you'll ever like just working out. And, and it's like, you, if you just go and work out with none of these external, like it's almost like enhancements of dopamine to like, because if you're if you're hopped up on caffeine and you have really good music on, then all of a sudden that workout is super fun. And what what this dopamine stacking would say would be like, yeah, you're actually not teaching yourself to enjoy working out. You're you're cultivating an experience with all this dopamine, then it ha- then you enjoy it, but you're not actually enjoying the thing. And I, I was like nodding along with it. I was like, oh, that makes sense. We're like, if I'm, if I'm, I don't actually know if I like working out. What I like is working out while I, after my double espresso with music on that I really like. Uh, and so that's the experience now, it's not working out. And I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. But the, the answer to that feels a little bit like martyrdom. It's like, do I need to, do I need to now work out with no caffeine and no music and like, mm-hmm. and like put like a, like a sad movie on the background and like try and fire myself up to like still get excited during that? Like, I don't know. I think that there's probably a, a uh, probably a cliche middle ground of like, yeah, if you're stacking all this stuff, then even if like, what if I, what if I didn't have caffeine available? 
right? What about working out in the afternoon? Like there are people that are, I don't work out in the afternoon at all because I can't be caffeinated or I caffeinate <laughs> or I caffeinate and then I deal with the repercussions because it's the only way that I'll work out. And so I, I, I'm not, I actually am not nervous about it. I think more people should do what they need to do because usually that thing is an end that's justifiable by any means. Like you getting to the gym is, it's tough to say that that's not worth it no matter what it took to get there. It's just so freaking powerful. But I would, I, I bet there's a line in here somewhere of that I might not wanna cross of like stacking 800 different circumstantial things that only when this these these stars align will I be able to muster up the motivation to hit record, you know, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, I, I, I don't feel like that's happened in my life where like, oh, getting this nice pen so that I journal all of a sudden like detaches me from the enjoyment of the journaling. I actually think it in the right way, which I think all of what we've said now is still in the right way. It actually ends up making me do the thing and doing the thing is so freaking important often that, okay, maybe I, if I could just cultivate the journaling with no external circumstantial stimuli, like maybe that's like a net, like nicer experience, but like I might not journal at all if I don't have this night pen. And so maybe we just freaking take it, you know? Yeah, I think that's, yeah, I think that's a super interesting point to make. And I think that even just having awareness over it is almost like, almost accomplishes, (laughs) almost accomplishes what doing with it, doing it without those assists would just kind of knowing that. But I mean, I would argue, I mean, the same type of thing with like body acceptance. It's like, okay, so if you accept your body, does that mean that you're not allowed to get in shape or should I take off my eyelash extensions? Should I not dye my hair pink anymore? Do you know what I mean? Are all of those things I hold, right? I well, also just because you can accept yourself a certain way doesn't mean that you have to. Either, well, that's, right? that's, that's what I'm also saying. The part of the thing, yeah. Too. That's what I'm saying is just like like being aware of like where the where the power is coming from, where the values coming. From. Yeah. So you were right. sorry. Sorry. Oh no no no! I totally interrupt you. I just think it's the same thing. It's the all or nothing thinking, right? It's like. Yeah, you can exercise without pre-workout of music. Is it harder? Sure. <laughs> yeah. But do you have to have it? No, right? I mean, it's the same thing, like, you know, people always getting in the weeds about, like, oh, greens powder, reds powder, like, BCAAs, whatever. Okay, if BCAAs is what gets you excited to work out, go freaking drink the BCAAs. Yeah. You know, or like, if you think pre-workout is full of toxins, it's like, okay, well, then don't drink any alcohol either then. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I mean, it's just like there's always going to be these things that people are someone's always going to rain on your parade. Okay. So, but the parade can still happen. You know, yeah. it's just like, yeah, there might be a day where you're like, I will say that I did try to listen to a podcast on the assault bike today, not the same mm. as music. So yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. this is the thing, right? It's like everyone gets to also figure out like what it is that makes them tick. Right. And what, it, what it is that makes it fun. And yeah, you might not ever have to be motivated by pre-workout or music to go, but also that means probably you've expanded your options. Like you can, you're like, I'm going to go on a walk instead of like strength training. Right. Where if I'm going to PR, I want some crazy freaking music in my ears. Right. I mean, you can adjust the expectations of your environment as well as you evolve and expand things. Right. And I think that's what this whole podcast comes down to. Like, if you only think it can be done one way, that's the only way you can do it. Then guess what? You're not going to end up ever doing anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The conditions, like you get to control the conditions too. Right. Of In the terms of your agreement. <laughs> Love it. Nice. We're going to end things on that note. I miss you guys. I'm glad we got to pod. Let's do it again soon. And uh, that's all I have. Yeah. Like again, we definitely need this warm up. Thanks Jordan Lips for always being down for like a guinea yes. pig. <laughs> <laughs> we missed you too, Jordan Lips. Right. Can, can you just give us a baby update for yeah, two seconds? We'll do a baby update. Can we just get a gunner update? Oh, oh my gosh, that is baby update. Yeah, those okay, are his balls. Stop this those right are his, now. Those are his See, balls. Just those dog beds are so Hey, cool. Jordan, can I challenge you? 
just post that and then see how oh, many how much you get. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Those dog beds are 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 absolutely also falling into the category of what we're talking about today of like there's no reason they need beds that are like either this expensive or this nice, none at all. There's no reason. There's no reason that they need any of the stuff that I've gotten them, but it makes them happy. It makes their life better. It's like, it's totally, un it's unreasonable. At the end. Those are from LL Bean. If you wanna know how expensive they are, go look at LL Bean dog beds and then just be like, yeah, this is what happens when you don't have kids yet and you feel like you can spend money like this on your fur babies when you just like, there's no reason they need this bed. It's an absurd price. But are bed. they monogrammed is what I need to know. They're so happy is what they are. That's what matters. They're so, so happy. Cute. Uh, what are they, they monogrammed? What is monogrammed? Oh, oh their name on it? Yeah. No, they don't. Or initials. Now you know why? Because I I, I knew this would happen. The, there's a bigger one and a smaller one. What big bigger ones for Gunner? The smaller ones for Callie. But Callie runs the show, so Callie sleeps in the yeah. big one. Gunner sleeps in the small one. And so I just didn't. I knew that was gonna happen. Where like she's she's like she's like uh, this one's better. So I'll sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I like a girl who knows that Callie King's the way yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. Baby update. <laughs> baby update is we're good. We're week thirty. Uh, we're in that into that like every week doctor appointment. Oh, not every week, but like it's getting it's like this week and then two weeks and then every every week. Um, Jenna's good. Jenna's Jenna's killing. She's working on a tr on an ambulance for twelve hours a day. Um, and she's killing it. She's having a good time. She's so damn good at it. I'm so happy for her. But she she I'm relaying what she would say. She's gonna pull the plug on that, not quitting, but like move over to like a desk job just for the time being, uh, whenever she feels like that it's it's not a great plan. But in the meantime, she's good, babies are good. You know, there's a package that comes to the door every single day and my, and my mom's like, you guys have everything yet? I'm like, I have no idea what we need. I have no idea what we bought, but Jenna has a package that comes to the house every day. And she's like, it's for the, it's, I almost said her name. It's for the baby, it's for the baby. I'm like, all right, sounds good. Every day I go outside, I'm like stepping over packages. I'm like, all right, great, sounds good. Oh my god, they're more LL Bean stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Where Optimal Meets Practical. If you liked the episode, it would mean the world to me if you posted a screenshot to your social media or left a five-star review on iTunes. That stuff really helps. If you ever want to get in touch with me, just shoot me a DM on Instagram at Jordan Lips Fitness. I'm always around to chat. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. <laughs>